So, go ahead and take your favorite beginning relaxation posture. Let's start there. So what's the pathway of your breath this morning? Sometimes it's not really a pathway. Sometimes it feels like it's just pooling in one place and it's just in and out of one place. Sometimes it feels like a column Sometimes it's really, really thin. And with natural breathing, so right now we're just attuning to natural breath. Natural breath. We don't want to How do I say this? When we're just tuning into breath, that's all we're doing. We're not trying to manipulate it in any way or shape it in any way. And whatever you notice about your natural breath, just leave it at that. There's nothing wrong with the way your breath is. And as we go further and further into a breathing practice, and you start to feel limitations or places where your breath catches or you can't seem to to keep the pace. There's nothing wrong with that. Let your yoga practice be a way of befriending your breath. Sometimes breath takes us to the things that we need to look at, to process. Sometimes it's like a finger pointing at this thing that may need your attention.
What is it that you would like to get from this practice this morning? (coughs) Breathe into that. Start deepening your breath. Extend your inhale. Extend your exhale. And let's take a few deep breaths together. So wherever you are, exhale. Find the very end of the exhale. Find the pause. And inhale. Find the end. Find the pause. Exhale. Good. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. If you are face up, in your next breath or two, make your way to resting on your side. Also, if you have bolsters close by or you're resting your head on a bolster, go ahead and move those things out of the way. And then as you're ready, let's meet in table posture. So index fingers are parallel when you go into a weight-bearing posture, such as table, downward-facing dog, half-downward-facing dog, handstands. Index fingers parallel. Inhale to cow. Exhale to cat. Follow your breathing. And find the ends of your breath. Let breath swirl in the back of the throat. You should be able to hear your breath. meet in table posture and we're going to follow this swaying motion that we were working with on Tuesday let's see if we can incorporate that into uh, a more active practice okay so on an inhale I'm going to lean forward 
Exhale, I'm gonna turn my toes and I'm just gonna simply pull back. Inhale forward. And now engage belly muscles, press them towards your spine. Exhale, back. Can you lift knees? Set them back down, inhale forward. Exhale, back. Can you send your hips closer to your heels? Inhale, sliding the spine forward. Exhale, back. Let's do one more like this. Inhale, and the hinges of the hips pull back. And now on your next inhale, let's take downward facing dog. And of course, that can be half downward facing dog if you're not ready for a full downward facing dog. Take your feet as wide as the mat, hands as wide as the mat. In fact, I've got ring fingers and pinky fingers off the mat. I've got pinky toes off the mat. Lift the heels. Push through the heels, push into the base of the toes. And then from there, send heels toward the mat. Breathe deeply. On your next exhale, let's walk the hands toward the feet. So we're going toward the back of the mat. Engage your belly muscles. Inhale, lengthen your spine. And let's come up. Step to the top of the mat. Put your block if you need it. Have it always know where it is. Where if it ends up you do need it, you've got it. So the movement, this round movement, this swaying movement, can we harness that in the practice today? Let's see if we can. And since this is a more active practice, harnessing this round movement or harnessing swaying in your movement can be very soothing to your nervous system. So when you're facing the anxiety that you can't sit still, right? There are too many things going on and you need to burn off some energy. Then trying to incorporate a swaying motion and finding this rhythm this internal rhythm that you follow, that can help, that can be a great ally. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you know, if you're feeling down and you can't seem to get yourself going, right? You're feeling depressed. This is a way of getting the energy to move again, okay? So I'm gonna start gentle. I'm going to put my block in front And on an inhale, 
We're going to reach back. Like we're going to make a, we're going to send our heart toward the ceiling. Yeah. And then exhale, we're going to curl down and in. I'm lifting toes. Inhale, extend your spine. You could send shoulders over wrists. And then exhale, fold forward. Inhale, let's uncurl, coming back up to receive the world. And exhale. Right? So as we're reaching overhead, it's in more of a, a Y position, right? Notice what's going on in the base of the neck and the back of the neck, the back of the head. If it feels like it's starting to contract or a lot of tension is building up, then take the arms wider. So inhale, reach up, send the heart toward the ceiling, look down your nose, and exhale. We're still shaping space. Hinge at the hips. Inhale, shoulders over wrist or in that direction. And exhale, we'll fold forward. Inhale, let's uncurl, make our way up. And exhale. Number three, inhale. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, shoulders over wrists. Exhale, let's fold forward. Inhale, uncurl. And exhale. Again. So at this point, I'm not with the block. The swaying and the movement has really helped. So I'm going to move it out of the way. And this time, I'm just letting the fingers glide across the mat. So on inhale, I glide fingers forward. And then exhale, glide them back toward my feet. Inhale. When I was first, when we first started, was it that first week of class or second week of class? I was watching the X Games. I love the X Games. I love the Olympics. I haven't gotten to see any of that. I love watching people do crazy things on snowboards and on bicycles and skateboards. It's just great. So knuckle huck. I was trying to, this is nowhere near what they're doing. But knuckle huck, they were flipping in the air. And when they were... Their head is like close to the snow. They're just hanging their hands and their hands are, their knuckles are just like grazing the snow. It's so insane. So, I mean, we're just gonna like pretend that we're knuckle hucking in here. Yeah, y'all already figured out that I'm weird, right? You figured this out? Okay, all right, we're good, we're good. So this sway motion, let's see if we can start to build it up some more. So inhale. Exhale. Inhale, glide fingers forward. Exhale, let's plant the hands. Downward facing dog. On an inhale with the cat back, let's make our way to plank. 
shoulders over wrists. And since we're starting easy, let's all place knees on the floor. Inhale, extend your spine forward. And then exhale, helicopter the chest to the floor. Set elbows toward the hips. Inhale, lift the chest. Exhale, going back through, cat back, downward facing dog. Inhale, extend the hips toward the ceiling. Exhale, engage the belly, walk your hands backwards to your feet. Inhale, we're gonna uncurl. And when we're uncurling, we're also going broader. Exhale. Step to the front of the mat. Let's see what else might happen following this track. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, so increases of the hips, up and back. Inhale again, exhale. Let's place the left foot at the center of the mat. Inhale, right foot up, engage like you're going to hold a plate on the sole of your foot. And then exhale, bring the knee to the chest. Let's set up for low lunge. So right foot is forward, back knee is down. Okay. And on an inhale, let's glide forward. Exhale, back. So we're just rocking back and forth, loosening the hip. Number three. Four. And five. Okay, so we're going to come to a more neutral place, almost like we're in table posture, but this one foot is in front, the other in back. I'm going to take my free hand to the side. And on an inhale, let's lift fingers toward the ceiling. Exhale, hand on the hip. Inhale, extend your spine toward the front of the room. Exhale, twist. Inhale, exhale. That's number three. Inhale. Exhale. Can you turn your face towards your shoulder? Four. Inhale. Exhale. At the end of this exhale, let's come back to center. Make our way to crocodile posture. Bend your knees. Windshield wiper feet left to right. 
Notice sensations in your body. Have they changed? Now point the toes. Let's set the feet down. We'll bring hands to shoulder height, still pointing the toes. Inhale, lift the chest. Exhale, we go through a little bit of a cat back. Turn the toes, downward facing dog. Inhale here, exhale. Inhale, you could glide the fingers forward and exhale. Inhale, coming back up, exhale. Step to the front. I'm gonna just be here so you can see. All right. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Step to feet. Exhale. Send hips up and back. And the right foot to the center of the mat. Inhale. Lift the left foot. Exhale with resistance. Send the knee to the chest. We're setting up for low lunge on the left side. Okay. So inhale forward. Exhale back. Honor your hamstrings. Number three. Be curious about how it feels in the body. Four. And five. Okay, so we're going to come up. Our neutral spot is the knee is over the ankle. Okay? And then the free hand, we set it out to the side. If you felt that there was pressure on your wrist, you know, thumbs up is always a good alternative. Okay. So inhale. Let's turn the ribs and hand toward the ceiling. Exhale, hand on the hip. Inhale, extend the spine. Exhale, turn rib toward the ceiling. Breathe into your side lung. And you turn your face toward your shoulder. Follow your exhale down. And we're back to crocodile posture, but before you go into crocodile posture, have your strap close by. So we'll just let the energy settle for a moment here. 
And now let's lift the chest, come onto forearms, elbows about shoulder width, point the toes toward the back of the mat. And on an inhale, send the, shul- send the spine through the shoulder blades to lift your chest. And the higher you go, the more you want to be engaging legs. So press the tops of the feet into the floor to make that happen. Exhale, relax a little bit. Inhale, we're reaching into the posture a little bit more. Exhale, notice what you feel. Inhale, and where you feel it. Exhale. Number four. And down. And five. Down. On an exhale, we're going to come back to the mat, but you engage the front belly muscles. They play a supporting role so that we can helicopter down. So your strap, if it has a loop, make the loop small. And once you have that set up, we're going to start with the right foot. We'll put the strap around the foot. Sometimes this one is called half frog. So I'm going to get the strap. We want to keep the strap around the top of the foot, like across the base of the toes. And I'm taking the strap over my shoulders. Okay. We're going to stay low and build our way up. Okay. So. Before we start to do any kind of work with this posture, lift the bent knee and send it toward the back of the mat. Okay? And then just from here, push your foot into your strap, strap resisting, but let the foot win. Exhale, let the Pull your foot towards your hip. Inhale, foot away, foot wins. Exhale, strap win. Number three. And down. If it feels like you could go a little further, try coming up onto forearms. If suddenly you feel some pinching, lower, go a little lower. Okay, let's try this again. Reestablish the knee in case it got turned in the shuffle. Press your foot into your strap. 
And then push the foot into the strap, foot wins. Exhale, strap wins, drawing the foot towards your hip. Slide the spine through the shoulder blades. Inhale, extended leg, push top of the foot into the mat. Exhale, this is number three. Can you come a little further? Elbows a little closer to the body. Inhale, away, exhale. Spine through the shoulder blades, two. Three. Now where's your spot? Take your foot to that spot. Doesn't matter how close or far away it is from the hip. Keep pushing your foot into the strap. Send the knee toward the back of the mat. Let's take three more breaths. One, lengthen the spine. Two, so we have hips planted on the floor, and then there's a curve up in the spine. Three, on an exhale, we keep the leg engaged, we come back down. Move the strap out of the way. And now you could uh, take crocodile posture for a moment or two. Or if you felt, you know, if it's feeling like it's compressed a little bit in the low back, then take half downward facing dog. You could take child's pose. Get ready for the other side. So as far as doing this at home, uh, you know, if you don't have a yoga strap, you can use a belt. You could use a scarf. In a pinch, a towel will do, but if that's all you have, make it a point to find something. Resistance bands are not such a good option. Okay, so we're gonna start in this low position and we'll lift the knee, send it toward the short end of the mat, push the foot into the strap, inhale, foot winds, Exhale, strap wins. Number two, let the spine relax. And three, does it feel like you could shift? 
Maybe you're not quite ready for uh, on the forearms completely. So you could be on elbows. Reestablish the knee. Inhale. Exhale. Number two. Exhale. Three. And you come up higher. Inhale, pushing the foot into the strap. Exhale, away. Relax the spine, send it through the shoulder blades. And this is number three. And now where's your spot? Let's take three breaths. One, initiate breathing from the base of the nostrils. Two, Three, engage the front belly to helicopter down. Let's move the strap out of the way. And what do you need here? Do you need a counter pose or is crocodile okay? A counter pose would be something that helps uh, send the spine in a different direction. Right? So, Downward facing dog, half downward facing dog, child's pose. Breathe completely. you're ready, let's make our way to table posture. We're going to move into downward facing dog. So remember how we did that earlier? So inhale, you could cat back towards straight, forward, exhale, moving through cat back, send hinge of the hips back, Inhale forward. Are you ready to turn the toes? Exhale back. Number four. Can you lift knees? And five. Can you get into downward facing dog from here? Take the hands wide, feet wide. Find the ends of your breath.
On your next exhale, engage belly muscles, walk hands to the feet. Inhale, lengthen, exhale, we'll fold forward. Inhale, let's uncurl up. Exhale. Okay. deciding what to do next. I think we're going to take it simple and not do a sun salutation with this. Definitely have your block. You're going to set the right foot at the top center of the mat. And put block. We're still in hot height with the block. But today, if you're like, everything is, you know, flowing and, and you could go lower, then maybe you could take medium. Shift the back foot back. Heel in line with the arch of the foot. And remember that muscle um, I was showing you in the quads that kind of wraps from the inner hip to the outer knee? It's like a little strap. That's, you know, if, we're, if we have a tendency to sag when we're in standing postures like warrior two or triangle, that's the thing that pushes back. So let's start there. Block at the ankle, bend your knee. We're gonna let it sag. Might look kind of sassy. And now, if you wanna play it sassy, pretend that you're gonna shut a car door with your hip. So we're forward. And when we're forward, we're really starting to point toward the front of the mat, right? Exhale, back. Let's move in and out of that a little bit more. Inhale, bend your knee, push into your feet. Exhale. Let's do one more. Exhale, okay. So whenever we're taking warrior two or triangle posture, let that be one of the things that you check in with, that the leg, the strap of the leg is headed back. Front knee towards straight, doesn't have to be perfectly straight. Inhale, let's reach fingertips toward the ceiling. We're setting up for a triangle posture. Exhale, reach out like you're gonna try to ring a doorbell a little bit too far away. And then set the hand down. If your hand can't quite get to your block, Put it to the inside of your leg. Inhale, free hand, fingers toward the ceiling. Exhale, let's sweep it down. Spine heading toward the front of the room. Inhale, this is number two. What's happening with the quad? Down, keep the door shut. Number three. Down, push into the front heel. Four. And five. Let's hold triangle posture. 
One, push into the front heel and the base of the big toe. Two, engage the quad like you're trying to keep a door shut behind you. Three, four, five. Inhale, push your feet into the floor to come up. And we'll step to the top of the mat. How was that for you? Did that make sense, what we were doing? Okay. And if you're like, I don't know, maybe with practice. But also sometimes with my words, if my words are confusing, please let me know. Okay? So we'll take the left foot to the front center of the mat, block to the inside, we'll set back foot. You want mm, three feet or so between the feet? With triangle stance, the feet are a little bit closer, like about three feet. When we're doing warrior two, we want about a leg length. When we're doing spread leg forward fold, we want about a leg length. So let's bend the front knee, and we're going to just work with how it feels on this leg to move back and forth. So inhale, we'll shift the hips toward the front of the mat, and then exhale, push with the quad to the side. Inhale, exhale. What does it feel like? Let's do two more. Let the weight of the tailbone set toward the floor. Now let's have the warrior two stance, keeping the door shut. We'll take the front leg toward straight. Inhale, reach up, exhale, push into the base of the front toe. Inhale, extend fingers toward the ceiling, spine to the front of the room. Exhale, notice if the quad wants to adjust and start to sag. Keep it in place, inhale up, exhale. Number three, down, four, down, and five. So we sweep back down, and then this time, we'll keep the hand toward the ceiling, hold triangle. One, if you feel any kind of pulling like around your waist or in the hip area, try shifting your heel toward the back of the mat. Three. Four. 
thigh. On an exhale, bring your hand down, inhale up. There we are. Okay, we'll take the block to the outside, right corner of the mat. Right foot, except the front. And you remember, you know, we've been spending some time like going across the feet. Go ahead and try that now. So try to come up onto the back heel and then lifting up. Remember, we've been working on engaging the feet. Yeah? What does it feel like when the feet are engaged? We want this same engagement when we are going into a balance posture. Okay? So I'm going to take the right foot to the top center. And I'm reestablishing about three feet between feet. I'm going to bend the knee and inhale. Make the feet strong. Push them into the mat. And then exhale. Come up onto the back toe. Inhale. Exhale. Hands on hips. Helps with balance. Inhale, exhale. Number three. Can you glide a little bit? Inhale. Number four. Can you lift? Maybe just a hair. And down. Feet stay awake. Inhale, exhale. Can you hold this? And in your five breaths. Say this is one. And you steady, steady move into half moon posture. Two. Keep your gaze soft. If there's a place where it's wobbly, go under. Three. Four. Exhale, we'll bend the knee, helicopter the back foot down. And then shoot at the top of the mat. Okay. We all have the tendency of thinking, okay, I need to get to this point. This is in yoga, this is in life, everywhere, right? But there's really no end points in any yoga posture. Not really. The endpoints are determined by what you're in the posture for, right? So we're here working on steadiness, and we're here working on that swaying motion and that difference between curl and straight. We're in that, yeah? Because ultimately, we're also trying to work with our nervous systems in this practice. So notice if you're trying to be linear or push through or get to something specific and let the sensation inform you on how to do the posture 
and your breath be the thing that helps you pace how long you're in the posture. Okay? So, left foot near the top. My big joke is, you know, about parades that I won't sign us up for the Easter parade, but uh, but do y'all still go to the cup? Is that still a thing? Back when I back when I was your age, the cup was a big deal. You know, you get your big party hat and go drink bourbon in Camden. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe I'm gonna sign you up for something there. So let's get to work. Inhale, leg towards straight. Exhale, onto the big toe. Maybe you feel the leg really engaging here. Inhale, we're waking up the feet. Exhale, that's two. Number three. Exhale, can you glide a little bit? Inhale. Exhale, can you lift? Inhale. Here we go. Go to the place where it's strong and steady. And move in the posture. One. Two. Three. Four, five, exhale. Let's come down and come all the way down. Rest in child's pose. Nice and easy, come up. <clears throat> so there are different kinds of energies that 
run through really the world, and some people have uh, categorized them some in different traditions. Um, so like in the world of, say, modern somatic therapy or ecstatic dance. I don't know if y'all are familiar with ecstatic dance, but in that realm, it's considered that there are five rhythms. And there's even uh, meetups, dance meetups, that are called the five rhythms. You might find that in Asheville, in Atlanta. Uh, So these five rhythms, they're considered rhythms of life, and they're cycles that we go through all the time. So we go through them in the course of a day, in the course of an hour, in the course of a lifespan. And also in the world, these rhythms are present. So the first rhythm is stillness. And we come from stillness. And we come from this place that we really know, no one really knows. I mean, we have ideas about it. We have some feelings and glimmerings about it. But we don't really know. But it's from a still place, that's for sure. Because if you've ever seen a newborn baby, even if they do cry and they don't sleep, there's this peace about them that is just profound. You know? So we come from stillness. We wake up. And then the second rhythm is characterized by round movements. It's like more of an exploratory type of movement. Getting to know things. And then once we get a feel for what's happening and we we learn the lay of the land, like here we are, we're solidly in the semester now. And we spent a couple of weeks kind of feeling our way around, right? So it's getting more clear, right? So this next rhythm is characterized by being clear and linear, short, like you touch that thing and you move on, right? The rhythm is starting to very, very clear. Um, Your to-do lists might be getting really, really organized at this point. You see, every rhythm deteriorates or shifts into the next one. And so if we spend too much time in that rhythm and things are starting to fall apart, like no matter how much you're organizing, there's still too much to do, and you try to take control, right? You get angry, you get frustrated. So this rhythm can also be marked by frustration and anger. When we can give way to the next rhythm, actually the next rhythm is chaotic. Things are falling apart. This is a natural thing for for things to fall apart. That's the nature of transition. Everything gets put up into the air. We don't know how We don't know how it's all going to land. We have to figure out, do we just stay with that, or do we try to move through it? And then once that rhythm is over, let's say we've been able to land, and everything else has been able to land, then the next rhythm that we move into is circular and straight. There's sense to all of that energy that seemed so chaotic because it was circular and straight and it, it all fell into a pattern. And then at the end of that rhythm is stillness. So in yoga practice, 
if you can attune to the sensation in your body, you're also attuning to what's present, what energy is present in your body. And notice how you handle things. That gives you clues on maybe you have a preference. You know, like if you have the tendency to like be really straight and direct and get it done and goal oriented, then you're in that linear place. Or if you do let it all just fall apart and you kind of thrive on the chaos, you know, what's your style? But also let your practice help you cultivate a range to be comfortable in any of that and to understand how to work with it and how to harness it. Anxiety can be pretty chaotic. So how do you handle your anxiety? What's the best way to engage with it? Because sometimes sometimes we need to dance with that thing in order for it to shake out, in order for it to do the thing that it needs to do. So do you need to be more linear and more goal-oriented? Or do you need to figure out the pattern? Do you need to create the pattern, create the schedule? Okay, hopefully that's helpful. It's time to rest. So take your favorite ending relaxation posture.
to your breathing. you're ready, make your way to resting on your side. and easy make your way to a seated position. Hopefully that helped. It's refreshing in some ways. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Namaste.